the series that is continuing. I mean, there's so much, so much to do with the mouth. And as a reminder, we know that we've just entered into the decade of 88. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're moving in here. It's the decade of pay the mouth. Just a little rehearsal. Most of you know what we're doing. We have this series going. Wasn't last week great on the heart? I've thought about it a lot. I'm telling you, this week, so last week we were talking about how the heart connects to the mouth because what do we know? We should all know the scripture by heart by now. Out of the heart, the mouth. Out of the heart, the mouth. It comes up out of the heart. And I know we're all experiencing like, oh, my gosh, that just came out of my mouth. There's other ways to speak, too. We've talked about so many things that we use our mouth for. And, um, and they're all good. And we all had probably some really fun, yummy Valentine stuff that we used our mouth for to and partake of or special dinners or things like that. But we talk about this heart connection to our mouth. And the other thing is it's your thoughts. You've got a three-way thing going on here. So it's your thoughts. And when your thought, did you know that your thoughts can get into your heart? And things can go bad from there. We don't want that. So we've got to deal with the thought. So we've got this connection. and We've got to figure out how it's working. And how many of you, especially last week, we were, uh, um, Brother Steve uh, talked about we, we've been crying out all these weeks, purify my heart. Purify my heart. Something happened to me just this morning that was like something came up, something I've been talking to him about for uh, the last couple of weeks in my own life. And here it comes up again. And I was just like, what? What? So it was really great when Pastor said, take that minute. Go lay hold of something. And I talked to him again about it, you know, because I want a pure heart. I don't want anything in my heart that isn't his will for my life. I don't care what it is. I don't know what your issues are, but but he's showing me some of mine and other degrees, you know, and not even a little bit. I don't even want a little bit of something. I'm not going to settle I want a completely purified heart for God so I can love him the way he deserves to be loved from a place of holiness and righteousness. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood of the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood. Thank you that I can go to him at any time I need to and say, I repent. Help me. I want change. I want change. Repentance means change. I don't want to repent and just do the same old thing. So that's what I'm crying out for. So this week we are now going to talk about our minds and our and our uh, thought life. And, you know, we don't want to say that we're going to lose our mind, but I don't mind losing and getting rid of the old stuff that I don't need in there. So it's okay for me to lose that and get rid of it, and have the mind of Christ. That's what I want. So we are here to talk about taking every thought captive and all sorts of things. I don't know if we can cover it in one week. I doubt it. 
we've got a t couple of things because we really need to, we're going to lay some of the foundation for the mind and how it comes out of our mouth and our thinking and gets involved in the heart. And then next week, we're really going to learn, we're going to do some spiritual warfare. We're, we're going to learn what to do to deal with it, and then we're just going to do it. So I like that. It's going to be like coming to a workshop. We're going to lay hold of it. We're going to figure it out together. We're going to find the words of our mouth and the ways that we can wage war and take every thought captive. Amen. And find out everything that the Word of God has to say. And if we think we know about everything that he has to say, we'll let him say it to us again because we heard that beautiful song, God Can Speak for Himself. So I'm up here to share some of the Word of God with you today, but I'm telling you, I'm praying right now that God speaks for himself today. Amen? And uses my mouth to do so and yours. So the first thing I want to say is your thoughts have power. They are very powerful. Your thoughts can even create. They can be creative. They can create in the positive. I saw some of that in some people that have been creating something for our launch party that you're going to get to see in a couple of weeks. It's cool. They've done an awesome job. But your mind can create in the negative sense. We see this through demonic art. Haven't some of you seen some really twisted, weird-looking stuff? That came out of a thought. That thought was dropped in. There are spiritual beings, good and evil, speaking in the silence, speaking, dropping thoughts in your mind. We've got to have an anchor. We've got to know what the Word has to say because we've got to figure out what's good and what isn't. We've got to decide what is good and what isn't, and we've got to deal with that. Amen? So they're very powerful. And um, the thoughts in line with the Word of God will protect us you have words that are lined up with the Word of God, they will protect your body. They will protect your body. They will protect your soul. They will protect your spirit. But I want to tell you that the negative thoughts in those same areas can cost you dearly. They can cost you dearly. It could cost you your life, your very life, which is precious and that God gave us. So I want to remind you, you can't come and tell me, I just don't know, I just don't know, I just can't stop thinking about it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can cry out to God from deliverance if it's a spirit that's assaulting you. We're going to really go into that next week. But you are the person with the power I don't have power over your thoughts. I can pray for you, but you are the person with the power. Everybody say, I am the person with the power. I'm the person with the power to choose what I'm going to think about. I alone have that power. 
You've been given everything. and You've been given power over the thoughts of darkness. Amen? So I want to see you do that. I want to talk to anybody read any of the books from Dr. Carolyn Leaf. She is a neurologist. I mean, she's great. She does brain research. She is, I've always wanted to have her come up and maybe speak at the feast or something. And uh, maybe it's too late that she's too big to come here, but I don't know. You know, it's amazing the people that will show up around this parts in small places, like Bethlehem places, you know, big things can happen. But according to her uh, work, her life's work, toxic thoughts, I want to get this right, such as stress, worry, fear, anger, unforgiveness, they actually cause damage to your brain, to your physical brain. They cause brain damage. And we're worried about other things. You know, we put on helmets for football and protecting ourselves. But our thoughts are right inside of our head. They're coming, they're firing out of the brain. And we're, when we are allowing ourselves to become, you know, toxic, toxic with, with that sort of thing, it's not a good thing. So chemicals are actually released into your brain from some of these thoughts, these negative, worry, bad stuff. And it causes chaos in the brain. It causes it, it, causes it to, to not do well and not do what it's supposed to be doing. And so it can cause us loss of sleep. Anybody had loss of sleep because of toxic thinking, worries, stress? You can't sleep. You know, and then we self-medicate. Instead of dealing with the root of the problem that is our thought life. Amen? So, um, sometimes it affects us at work. One, it can affect us in physical illness and even more. I want to read a scripture to you. Let me find that scripture. It is... Um, it is Romans 8, chapter 6, and it is, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Life and peace. Wow. Think a moment. Think a second. Because a thought is a breath what the word says. A thought is like a breath. So you just breathe. You don't even think about it. These thoughts just come in and they just swim around and they're like a breath and they can just boom, 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 boom. I want to tell you something about thoughts. I want to tell you about something that happened to me very quickly. Some of you may have heard this before, but about 10 years ago, something occurred in my life that hurt me to the core. It hurt me so bad that I didn't want to live anymore. I just was done. I can't handle this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. Think about these thoughts that I'm telling you. I don't want to do this anymore. 
I'm not going to do this anymore. God, you know I love you. I've served you, but I want out. I want to die. I want you to take me now. Take me home. I had a death wish. I got into like some weird quasi from all these thoughts and the hurts and the pain mixed with all of that, the wounding, mix it all up into this demonic demon smoothie that my brain was drinking in. I was causing brain damage. I was having thoughts against my body. I wanted my body to die. That happened in February of 2010. And I kept it up until December. I put a good face on. None of you knew what was going on in my heart. None, none of you. But I went in for a mammogram. And I came out, and I got a call back the next day. I had breast cancer. Setting my mind on my fleshly experience of pain and suffering and hurt and anguish and stress and all of it and a death wish because this is how I found out about it. God spoke to me. I said, I have breast cancer, Lord? What is this about? On top of everything else? And the Holy Spirit, I said, how did this happen? And he whispered to me in the still, small voice, your death wish. It's serious business. I'm paying a price for that today. I had to have surgery. You better be careful how you're thinking. Because to set the mind on the flesh and anything less than what the Spirit has to say about you can bring death to you. And by his mercy and by his grace, and because I repented and I let it go, and I let go of the unforgiveness, and I let go of the pain, and I let go of it all, and I told him I was sorry, that I had no right to take authority over his desire for when I took out. And then he helped me. But I paid the price. I had to have an unwanted surgery. My body is now scarred and maimed, right? I see it every day. That's a reminder of keeping my thoughts in check, setting my heart on the Spirit of God. I had to go through various treatments that nobody wants to, nuclear treatments of various kinds. Nobody wants to. Medication for 10 years, I just finally stopped a few months ago. I wound up getting blood clots. All of you know that just a couple of years ago um, because of the medications I was on. That wasn't a death wish, but it was still the enemy lingering on trying to hit me because of what I had done 10 years earlier. This is real. This is real. And there's other ways that don't show up, like breast cancer or some other kind of illness. How many of you have gone to a doctor with symptoms and they can't figure out what is going on? 
but you've got all these real symptoms. Well, you know, enemies right there to deal with this on that. So I just want you to know that this is real and this is serious business. So in a spiritual sense, those toxic thoughts connect us to the curse, right? Because the, cur- the curse of sin. I was sinning against my body. I was sinning against God. I was sinning against others. I had no right. I had no right. And I thank God for his mercy and his grace to me. But when we guard our mind and we guard our thoughts and we keep ourselves in an attitude of faith and praise and thanksgiving and truth, you come over to healing in your body. Deliverance, victory, overcoming in your life. So the Bible is clear about the power of the mind and the power of thoughts. And if you haven't focused on taking every thought captive, like guarding your heart, your mind, watching what you think and say, then if you haven't been paying attention to any of this series, today's the day. You can start today. Start today. Start today. Why? Because your life depends on it. Your life depends on it. That's why. Your life depends on it. So there's going to be a lot of scriptures I'm going to share with you today. And um, the next one I want to go over again is a scripture that um, was in the Word last week on the heart. Psalm 139, or, you know, like, like Steve said, you can't come to Praise Chapel for the past year or two without hearing Psalm 39. Well, believe me, there's more in it besides verses, you know, 1 through 16 or 13 through 16. Here's a good one right here. So we're adding to the collection. It's a great chapter in the Word of God, and it says, search me, O God. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me to the way everlasting, forever, to the forever way, to the eternal way to the heavenly way. I just want you to understand what that's saying. Search my heart. Try me. That means test me. That means let something come up. If there's a test and I don't pass it, I had a test this morning. I didn't pass it. Here was that heart thing coming up. You know what I'm saying? But I got to see. It was better. I actually struggled with it. I I fought for a while. And then it just, shoo, do you see? But I, I, I know that on the test, I got a better grade this time than I did last time. And I'm trying to watch my thoughts and not tear myself down. It's a test. It's a test. You know? And we're all going to get better at it. So even I. So it's try me and see what's going on in my heart. I want that. I want to talk about one of the things that is very common to all of us. How many of you worried this week? This is an ailment. 
worrying is a is, is worry is something that is so easy for us to do. Search me, oh God, search my heart. You're going to find worry was there this week. It got in there because of my thoughts. And I wasn't checking my thoughts. And I wasn't finding out what was going on. It was search me, oh God. Ooh, you found some mistrust in my heart. I mean, there's a lot going on here, but it's not to condemn us. It's to set us free and get us on a course of holiness and power so we can change the world that we live in. That's what he's doing for us right now. That's what he's after. So this is a deep probe, but it is for our good. Um, Apostle Royal used to say, Papa Royal would say, oh, it hurts so good. It hurts so good. But it does, doesn't it? Because it feels good to get clean. It, it, get, it feels good to be pure. If you don't believe it, just take a second and imagine your innocence. Just take a second now and put this thought in your mind. Go back to as far back as you can remember of a time when you were an innocent child, a little kid, and you had no real understanding of you were innocent. You were just innocent, naive, just innocent child, a little precious child. That felt pretty darn good, didn't it? Well, after we set, <laughs> we set our hearts on the flesh and we started letting death enter in and curses upon our lives, addiction, bondages, sexual perversion, immorality, lying. Imagine yourself when you were a little kid and you didn't have to do any of that. You weren't even aware of that. You were just like me. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm just precious. Innocence feels good, and it feels good. We can reclaim it. We can reclaim purity. We can reclaim it. We can get it. We can live in it. It's not impossible. We sang that song this morning. It, nothing's impossible. And so that's it. So worries. I want to, I want to tell you what Jesus has to say. Matthew six twenty five. Jesus is here, and he's telling us, therefore I tell you, guys. I'm here to tell you. Do not be anxious about your life. Stop worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. Stop worrying about your body. Is not life more than food? Is not life more than the body, more than clothing? Come on. We worry because why? Where does worry really have its root? Well, trust. That's one of the roots. Fear. We're afraid. Because we don't trust God. That's the bottom line. Let's just get down. That's the bottom line. 
Those are the deep roots. Those are the roots that have got to be severed. That's why. It's a test. So worry is telling you, you're not acing this test, kids. Okay? If that's coming up. And you know how bad it can be. Um, who's ever heard of the phrase? How's so-and-so doing? Oh, she's so worried she's making herself sick. She's just so worried she's making herself sick. That's, that's the truth. You hear that? You can worry till you make yourself sick. Has worry, okay, here's a question for you. Has worry, your worry, ever changed any circumstance? Well, you just got that question right. True or false? <laughs> you aced that on the test. You, you got that right. It never, it doesn't do anything but d damage brain cells and make your gut tie in it or not. And then you can't eat or then you overeat or then you do whatever you do as your trigger is over worry and your stress and you're getting sick and you can't sleep and then you get sicker and blah, 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 blah. so sometimes we literally God wants us to meditate on the word, right? He wants us to read the word, he wants us to meditate on it, he wants us to think about it, think thoughts about it. But what does worry do? It is the exact opposite. You're meditating on fear. You're meditating on not trusting God. You're meditating on the problem. It is not going to fix it. It's not going to fix it. So we've got to stop these worrying thoughts and all this anxiety and the stress. And we've got to, you know, I want to read you Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. We've got to focus on loving God with everything we've got. That's got to be in our minds. That's got to be a primary core of our thought life. Because in Matthew, um, he said, Jesus said again, he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. That means your thoughts. Your thoughts. You go, oh, I love the Lord with all my heart. But it really isn't all of our heart. If we're letting thoughts come into our heart, right? We're feeding distrust. We're feeding not trusting God. We're, we're feeding those things with those negative thoughts. So next I want to share with you, i got to keep all my scriptures straight here, Uh Philippians 4, 6, 7. The reason I'm reading you all these words, I want you to hear the word of God. Because what does God say? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we want to hear. Because Jesus said those, he was always talking about people that had ears to hear. I pray that your ears will hear it today in a way that these just words won't just fly away, that we can really deal with our thought lives. Because one of the things that worry does is this. Do, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything. 
but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Okay, that's nice. And here's the rest of the scripture. And the peace of God, and the peace of God, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is a scripture we can lay hold of this week. I'm going to read it again. Finally, uh, I mean, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer. And supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. If you're worrying, that's what you do. You stop worrying and you start doing that. And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. I want you to understand what that means right now. You've been trying to understand your issue and look at your problem. And you've been going to the tree of good and evil and the tree of knowledge, you know, and you're saying, well, well, this is good about it, but this is bad about it, and what do we do about it? And I've got to come up. I've got, God, give me, show me clarity. I've got to figure this out. But we don't have to figure it out. He's got it figured out. And then you don't have to use your understanding. You don't need to understand it. You just need to stand and prayer and pray and give supplication and thank God that he's covering it. And, and this is the circumstances, and I thank you in it. I don't understand it. I don't need to. But I'm asking you for your peace, God. Give me your peace right now. I've got to lay hold of it. It's got to be part of me. It's got to be life to my bones. of God, which surpasses all understanding, it's peace that's going to guard your heart. That's what this word says. Will guard your hearts. Peace will guard your heart. Peace will guard your heart from the evil thoughts getting into your heart and trying to destroy trust in God. You see, when you're worrying, you're letting these thoughts come in to destroy, try and destroy any trust, measure of trust that you do have for God. You're going back when you're trying to understand it by past experience. You don't know what's going to happen. You might be doing it may look like a similar thing to your past. But God's got it in control. You can have an entirely different experience. We can't use our understanding to figure these things out. And that it's going to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Peace is going to guard my thoughts. Peace, Lord. Peace. Hey, this is my era. Peace, man. Peace. Peace. I can do it again. If we need to remind each other when somebody's worrying, Hey, dude, peace. Hey, hey. That's what we did. Peace, whatever symbol you've got to come up with, I don't care what yours is. I'm going to put a big peace sign on my shirt. I don't need to smoke pot. I don't need to have pot to calm me down. Come on. That's some of your, that's 
some of what you guys decide to do. Well, let's just get high, man. Let's just get high. Oh, let's smoke a joint. I'll feel better. Yeah, get some of that medicinal stuff that you bought from your friends instead of the pharmacy. Look, God is peace. I'll tell you what my Jesus is. He's the Prince of Peace. And that's what he was called. He's my wonderful counselor. And if I need some counseling, I need to go to Jesus. And I've got to declare that he's the Prince of Peace over my mind. If he's king and I'm his daughter and I'm a princess, then I've got to have that in my mind and in my thinking and in my heart. I've got to have peace. Peace. that passes up all my understanding because it doesn't add up. Come on. Peace, peace, peace. I've got to have it. I'm going to have it. I love that scripture. We put it together. I've read it a million times. But this week it means something new to me. It's something I can lay hold of. I, I, I'm going after peace, not worry. I'm kicking that out. This doesn't feel like peace to me. Crush that devil that stands in your way. Crush it. Crush it. Put it under the footstool of Jesus. Amen. Well, better go to my next scripture. I'm starting to lose my voice. Bad memories disrupt your peace. Bad memories. It goes back to that understanding. Bad memories can disrupt your peace. Isaiah 43:18. Remember not the former things. Or consider things of old. I'm taking that scripture out of context, but applying it to right now in this context. I said it a few minutes ago. Don't judge today, today's experience on one that you had before. One. If you're going to God for healing, don't judge today's answer and response and experience on maybe you thought you didn't get healed when you prayed that time. Or you prayed for Sally Sue, and she died. You know? You can't do that. Let it go. Because today's another day. Today's a new day. Expect more for today. Enter it with peace. Amen? Enter it with peace. Enter it with peace. Let go of the past. It's going to move on, but he's lingering here. He's lingering here. Let go of the past. You do not have to be a victim of the past. Take out that shiny big sword and cut that thing off and stop dragging around the past. Stop dragging it around. Let it go. Don't go back and try and go, oh my God, I can't I can't try. Imagine that. Let go of the past. Isaiah 23, uh, 26.3. You, meaning God, will keep him in perfect peace 
whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. What that means, God will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed upon him. What stayed means is focused, focused on him, your eyes fixed on him, that you are intentionally pursuing him. It's not, oh, yeah, I believe in God, and yeah, yeah, it's all cool. Well, yesterday wasn't too good, but I mean, today, you know, it could be a better day. No, intentionally. I may be walking through the fires of hell right now, but I am intentionally pursuing my God. I expect that my past will have no influence on today because I've let it go, and I'm crushing every negative thought that's telling me I will never amount to anything, that I can never break this addiction, that I can never be loved. I'm crushing every one of those thoughts that nobody likes me, nobody thinks I'm cute, nobody thinks I'm smart. I'm crushing every thought. And I'm intentionally pursuing God. Because my identity and my self-worth is in him alone. Amen? I get my courage from God, not from what you think about me. Yeah. Come on. That's our attitude. Yeah. God loves me. Jesus, Jesus loves me. This I know. You know, because the Bible tells me so. Because I'm reading my Bible. I'm finding out what the Word of God says about me. I'm taking it personal. We're always saying, well, don't take this personally, but, well, God makes it personal. He doesn't, he doesn't, he's never called me on anything and said, oh, don't take this personally. He wants me to take it personally. He wants me to take his love personally, his correction personally. It's because why? It's up close and personal. It's face to face with Abba. He loves you so much. He wants you. He wants you to have everything. So it's intentional pursuit. It's I've made up my mind. You hear that? I've made up my thoughts. I'm going to pursue God. That is a new mindset. When we talk about mindsets, that's my mind is set on God. It's not set on other stuff. I'm casting that out. I've taken that captive. I've arrested that mindset I've put it under arrest. I've judged it to hell eternally, and I've cast it out, and it's no longer a part of my life because I've replaced it with, I'm serving God. I'm an, overcom- I'm an overcomer. Amen? Who's an overcomer in this place? I'm an overcomer. I'm intent on it. And if I fall down, he's going to pick me up. And you're going to come over, too, and you're going to go, hey, that's my friend. I'm going to pick her up. We're going to help each other. We're going to walk through this together because that's what it's meant to be. We're family. We're the family of God. I love that. We're the family of God. Ah. Okay, you got excited and forgot to cut me off. Okay, well, that's good. I'm coming down to it. I'm coming down to it. I'm telling you, this series that God has us in, I am loving it. 
Because why? It's changing my life. And it's changing your life. And we're not gonna we're not gonna quit until he's done. We're like, well, when are we gonna quit this series? This thing's really taking twists and turns and it's going all over the place. You betcha. I don't know where it's headed, but I do want, know one thing, that anybody that doesn't speak in tongues in this place and hasn't received the gift of tongues because it concerns using your mouth is going to happen. So just get excited about that. We're going to be tongue, talk, tongue talkers around here. Okay? You're going to be having new languages. I want some new languages. I want, I want, I want some new tongue language in Portuguese because I want to talk to my Brazilian friends. Come on. That's what I'm asking for. Why not? Be specific. I'm setting my heart on God, and I've heard that he did that in places. And I heard that people went on missionary trips, and they suddenly found themselves talking in the language they needed. And I'm going to believe that, because it sounds good to me. And I just sang a song this morning that says, nothing is impossible with God. So why shouldn't I be able to have that? I'm going to contend for it, because I'm tired of the same old thing. Come on. I want revival here. And it starts with me. It starts with my heart. It starts with your heart. It starts with your mindset. It starts with your attitude. The best thing about an attitude is it's yours. And you're the one with the power to change it. Come on. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> that just popped in. Okay. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. Again, that comes up. We don't depend on what we know. We don't depend on our knowledge. We don't depend on that if we're smart enough to figure it out. I'm telling you, he puts me in the midst of impossible situations. There's no way I can figure it out. I don't have, that isn't, you know, he can can, can, and he will. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians ten five. I like the scripture. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Okay. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. It is take. I've mentioned this. Taking every thought captive. This is quote. 2 Corinthians 10.5. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And I'm going to personalize it. And I take. I isn't in there, but everybody can say, and I take every thought captive to obey Christ. That's Jesus Christ. That's to obey him. How do I take that thought captive? How do I take it? I have power. I told you, you have power. I want you to think about it. If you're into stormtroopers or Star Wars, I don't know what kind of things you can think up in your mind, but whatever it takes for you to envision an army or police or a SWAT team, a Holy Ghost SWAT team, somewhere that thing comes in, and I know this kind of has a, an odor to it that doesn't smell like heaven because it's disturbing my peace. 
Huh? The lily of the valley peace that I have with the sweet breezes of Jesus. Hmm. And these thoughts start coming in to disrupt that and make me not experience that. I'm on that thing. There's an invasion trying to come in. I'm the to send out the Holy Ghost squad in the spirit realm, and we're going to take this thing captive. We're going to take him aside. You know, they don't believe it in New York for coming up and frisking it, but I'm going to frisk that thought. I'm going to come right up to it. Uh, I, the only color it is is darkness and black. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is darkness, spiritual darkness, and I'm going to go after it. And if it shows up as a spirit of light, because the devil says he can come in like an angel of light, and if he does show up trying to manifest as an angel of light, I'm going to find that thing, I'm going to hunt that thing down, I'm going to take it captive. It's not going anywhere until God, I seek God about it, and he says it's okay or not. And if it's no good, I'm casting it out, and it's going to the footstool of Jesus forever, and, and I'm going to gain a new reputation. I want a new reputation in the realms of darkness. Come on. What's your reputation in the realms of darkness? Hey, go over there. They're a pushover. Oh, yeah, he's trying to not, he's trying to not, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to deal with his addiction. Well, let him have a party for, you know, three hours. But he's a pushover. Go over there. Stir it up. Stir up the thought life. Stir up the hunger. For it. They're a pushover. You can get it. Is that your reputation? Or if there's being sent on a mission, we want you to go over there and check out Kathy Janice. She was preaching Sunday about thoughts. We're going to slam her down to the ground this week. And they're like, uh, I don't know about that. Some of those guys went last week. Uh, we haven't seen them since. They're nowhere to be found. And we didn't go looking for him because <laughs> uh, that place, uh, you know, we, we weren't, we, you know. She makes us bow. Bow to the name of Jesus. Do you know what I'm saying? You get the word of God in your mouth and you make those spirits bow. You tell them, bow to the name of Jesus. Bow, bow, bow. Get a reputation that you're not going to be messed with. Where we're here, the Bible told me that I was here to destroy the works of the devil. I, I don't know if you've read that scripture, but there is one, right, John? Destroy the works of the devil. That's part of my mission. That's part of my mission statement. And so that's got to be about our own life. We usually are all good about it in praying for somebody else. But right now, God has you dealing with the things that are preventing you. from being the best you can be. Amen? And so we're going to press into this, and we're going to talk more about spiritual warfare next week and really things that we can do. But have we got a good grasp on this? What are we doing this week? We're going to be, we're going to be looking at those thoughts. We're going to be, there's going to be, you know, some people go, somebody's talking, and they go, yep, yep, they talk on, there's no filter. Wow, the things that they say, you can't imagine, there's no filter. Well, we're going to have a filter on this week. Come on, starting today. Filter in the thought life. We're going to filter those things out. We're putting up the sign. And there's going to be a big exit sign for anything that doesn't line up. That's the way. That's the way out. 
Now, when you pull a weed out like that, when you pull out a mindset or something that you've been doing, mindsets are big. You'll go to that before you even know you went to it. You know, but this week, I've prayed for you, and he's going to put the light on it. And you're going to go, oh, my gosh, I never saw that before. Oh, my gosh. And you're going to yank out that mindset weed. And when you do, we can't think of that right now because we've got snow on the ground, but what are we all anxiously awaiting? The smell of dirt, the smell of dirt, the smell of grass. Even a weed would look good to us right now. Give me a dandelion. Make a wish on it. But when you pull that weed out, what does it leave behind? It leaves a hole. When you kick that out, you've got to fill that hole up. And you've got to fill that hole up with the Word of God. Okay? So you're in the Word this week. Come on, you're in the Word. You're in the Word. Whether it's holding your Bible, on your phone, whatever, wherever you find the Word, you've got to get the Word in us. We've got to get the Word in us. Walk and talk and word. I love you all. May, this, may God seal this word to our spirit. Because we've laughed here today, but this is serious business. This means everything to you. This is life and death. This is life and death to us right now. Life and death. Otherwise, all that stinking stuff will come right out your mouth. And we don't want to be judged for every idle word. In Jesus' name, seal this to us, Lord. Let's stand up. Anybody that really wants to break through, just stand up, and I'll pray for you as we, as we close here today. Oh, look, everybody's standing up, Lord, because they want this in their life. We want it. We desire it. And we're crying out for it, Lord. And I know that you will not, when we're crying out for bread from heaven, you will not give us a stone. And so we thank you, Jesus, and we thank you, Father, and we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're going to walk with us this week in grace, in mercy, and by the power of the blood of Jesus. May we all come to obedience, Lord, in these areas of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. We all said amen. Yes.